Now, uh, scary movies never go out of uh, fashion. They're kind of one of the preeminent, alongside action movies, that seem to be a justification for the cinema. And certainly since the uh, all-time dreadful uh, pol- uh, paranormal activity movies, um, they've certainly uh, t- took on a new lease of life. And a very clever one was The Conjuring, um, which uh, tapped on major label production values um, with big-name actors rather than the sort of found footage, uh, low-rent affairs that, that were becoming ubiquitous. Um, and used real stories, um, mainly based around the paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren, who became very famous in America, particularly in the 1970s, uh, through connection to events like the Amityville haunting and stuff like that. And the first film was reasonably good. The production values were great, and it had... um, it had uh, some very spooky stuff in it, um, but I didn't rave about it. I, I think I gave it like a 6 out of 10 or something like that, maybe not even that. Um, it kind of got on my nerves after a while, and I didn't like the resolution of it. Um, and there was a quite a high religious element to it as well, because the couple were devoutly religious and very uh, connected with the church and so on. Well, The Conjuring 2's come out, and I didn't really give it any hope at all. It's got the same uh, cast of Ver- uh, Vera Magia. Farm Miga and uh, Patrick Wilson. Is it Farmiger? I think it's Farmiger. And Patrick Wilson, as well as some of these sundry characters, make a, a, a reappearance as well. Francis O'Connor, I think, was in the original film as well. And um, yes, she was actually. She was definitely in the original. Um, and this time, they the movie starts with uh, Vera Farmiger. Uh, seeing this horrific uh, demonic nun tormenting her and she sees visions and and she gets involved in these hauntings and and feels spirits and so on she's at home in america and she kind of sees her husband who is patrick wilson um his death she sort of preeminence his death and after that she doesn't want anything to do with any more she takes it as a warning to keep away from dealing with these um hauntings that they go and investigate um, I saw a good story actually. Apparently, both Ed and Lorraine Warren uh, sat around at the uh, the Amityville house drinking wine and concocted the whole story. But whether that's true or not, I don't know. Uh, I know that it wasn't real. Um, so this time around, she has this um, desire to remove herself from being involved in in this ghost hunting that she's become famous for, and they were pretty famous as well. They appear on. TV shows in the 70s and 80s and so on. Um, This time around, there's an English family, a single mother and three children living in uh, North London in Enfield. And the girl of the family starts seeing, who's Madison Wolfe, she starts seeing ever more disturbing things happening. And you know the rest of the story. Basically, the, uh, the house is haunted, she's possessed, and eventually the Americans come over, but not for a while. I was quite Im- impressed by that aspect of the film. They actually arrive sort of by the halfway point, if that. Um, but by then, the family are tormented beyond belief. Now, I didn't really expect anything from this film at all. But they do so many things in it that are so right, whether they intended to or not. When you watch these ghost stories, you typically get an hour where nothing happens where there are doors creaking. Maybe you'll get a door slam or something like that, and and nothing much else happens. It's all about building up dread. 
Here they don't bother with that. Within five minutes of the movie starting, you're seeing paranormal stuff happen. And it happens continually throughout the whole film. And I thought that was brilliant. It's such a reward-based affair um, that you don't get, you know, oh, no one else sees this. Everyone sees it. Everyone sees chair. The police arrive and they see chairs flying across the room. Everyone knows what's going on. Um, and the daughter becomes more and more possessed as things happen. The other thing I really liked about it, unusually for a franchise movie, I hate the stars in it. I couldn't stand Vera Fumaja or Patrick Wilson in the first film. I don't rate them in this film. I don't rate their performances. I don't like their personas. They're just not, they're non-entities in the film. Happily, the English family in it is wonderful. Um, the performances of Frances O'Connor as the mother uh, Peggy is brilliant and so is the daughter that gets possessed Madison Wolf as Janet and the whole English side of things really holds water and you don't kind of need the Americans which is why I was glad they only sort of arrived at the halfway point the whole sort of I don't know if it's an uh, it shot on a set but the street that they're on is beautifully rendered they make lots of clumsy references to London like playing the Clash's London Calling it's set in 1977 and seems to fluctuate between being 1950 and 1980 for some reason. Um, but they do a really good job with the period detail outside of cheesy music choices. Everything kind of rings authentically true. Maybe not true to the exact era. The, the family seemed to be in the 1960s rather than the nearly 1980s. But their whole house is set up beautifully. It, it's one of those houses in horror movies which is perfect, which becomes bigger and bigger as the film possesses. And little cupboards seem to become labyrinths and the cellar downstairs apparently becomes the size of several football pitches um there's lots and lots and lots of paranormal activity in it a, a fair amount of it's quite scary um i i enjoyed the progression of the story as well uh there's some nice twists and turns here and there um, and I just I, and I was happy I could ignore the main pairing because although they do show up for the usual sort of exorcism style slick at the end, um, it's really a story about the English family and, and this documented case of the Enfield haunting. And it's a good story and it's well done, it's well shot. Uh, most of the sundry cast are really good and convincing. I'm so glad that they use virtually no other American actors in the film. Because everyone rings true. They don't feel like they're English movie stars. They just seem like they're soap actors, almost. And that works in the context of this really working-class environment. So I was surprised. A very satisfying film. And good, good few shocks in it. And some scares. And uh, a lot of them, which is, uh, which is a real rarity. So I'm going to give The Conjuring 2. And The Nun is going to have her own movie. She's quite quite scary uh, i'll give it seven and a half out of ten it might even be worth more than that for the conjuring 2 a very superior uh modern horror actually much much more so than the overrated film i, I read the slasher movie that i reviewed a week or so ago and maybe i gave that seven and a half i definitely shouldn't if i did uh this is from the paul but